Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 179 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. I'm Sarah. And this episode is sponsored by Cassandra Eli. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Today we will be discussing the first half of chapter 31 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, OWLs, or Owls, whichever one. So make sure you have read that chapter and you're ready to study your way through the details. Oh, gosh. You're welcome. Before we begin, Megan has some weekly profit news, which I'm pretty excited for. So... A while back, I know that I told everybody because of the pandemic, Universal was postponing Epic Universe, their new theme park that they're building, which is still the case. It's still delayed, obviously, because they couldn't work on it this year as much as they thought or last year. That year's over. Whoa. Anyway, Don't put us back there. I know. <laughs> um, however, some patents have come up for potentially what the Harry Potter ride might look like or be. Um, so if you don't want like any spoilers about the new theme park, just like skip ahead a couple minutes. But right now they have kind of confirmed that it's going to be Fantastic Beasts related. I kind of personally have um, low expectations that that is actually going to be the case by the time this Agreed. opens. Agreed. I think it's yeah, I think it's still just going to be overall Harry Potter themed. Um, yes. But there were some patents that came about that show a choose your own journey attraction coming. So like potentially you would get to choose what your ride looks like. I don't necessarily know how this is going to work there's like it they're thinking um the type of contraption that they have shown looks kind of like you're sitting on a broom mm -hmm. um so it would obviously i'm guessing it's going to be like vr um yeah. and you will basically get to like choose where you're going on said broom um, I do kind of compare this slightly to Star Tours. It 
Hollywood Studios. Star Tours is a really old attraction, actually, that's been around for, gosh, years and years and years at Disney. But it's cool because every time you ride it, it's different. So, like, you never know where you're going to go when you go on the ride. So, like, you get into the the pod and, um, yeah, so it's, like, exactly. Abby in the Discord chat says it kind of sounds like Star Tours meets flight of passage yeah so if there's any disney if there's any disney fans listening you know what i'm talking about if you've been to disney world so star tours is like this little pod that whoa, takes whoa, whoa, you whoa, to whoa. all these different things you could be a disney fan and not have been to disney well i, I meant disney <laughs> and i'm mad that 2020 canceled my trip i know i know the trip that was never actually booked <laughs> no it wasn't because it was everything shut down so early um but then flight of passage kind of reminds me of like this contraption that you can see here that looks like you might be on a broom uh kind of similar how on flight of passage you ride a banshee so i think that that's what this is going to be except it's going to be even more involved because you're going to get to choose the places that you go to this is my interpretation of what this ride could be i really have no idea um so i found this article on inside the magic.net which sometimes they tend to be a little bit like rumor milly and clickbaity so i try not to like go to these types of sites too much but they had a good point with like bringing this up so um that's why i went to it but they originally thought that the patent could be for the how to train your dragon attraction that's coming to epic universe um but I don't know. I I did see another patent a while back for another attraction that looked like it had wands that you would like point at things, which I thought could be a combination of if you've ever been to Universal and ridden Men in Black, where you have to like shoot at the aliens. I thought maybe like that could be something that you do with the beasts if it was going to stick to being Fantastic Beast themed or like something with beasts and Newt. Um. So I don't know. I mean, like there there could be two attractions and one of them is a fly your own broomstick virtual reality experience. And the other is a <laughs> capture the beasts type experience through like the Ministry yeah. of Magic or something. So, yeah, um, either way, I think that Universal has done a fantastic job in terms of attractions for the Harry Potter universe. It's about to blow up even more with Nintendo coming in. Oh, yes. So like, can wait. you imagine, <laughs> Kate? I can't freaking wait. Did you see the videos of Mario I Kart? I saw everything that came out of Japan. It like, looks it's, like, it's, yeah, it looks like my dream, real like, life. But cartoon. I'm gonna go weird. punch some blocks and collect some gold. It's gonna be right. Fine. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, Epic Universe is going to be. Epic. Epic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be more Harry Potter. It's going to be Nintendo. It's going to be How to Train Your Dragon, um, Universal's original like monsters, you know, like Frankenstein yeah. and yeah, all of That's that kind cool. of stuff. That's so cool. It's going to be really, really cool. But I yeah. really thought that this patent looked promising and I think it would be really cool to do like a, you know, create My your room. own adventure type ride. So, yeah, it looks fun. I won't be riding it. I said that about Hagrid, but <laughs> I just I don't want to barf. Yeah, I think you should. Well, I don't know. You do you. But I would go at least once to experience it. And then, you know, and you just remember bring what some happened to me after I experienced Hagrid's 
head, head in between my legs. I, I think that you had bad. a worse experience as... on Forbidden Journey. Yes, that's true. And think how well you did on the other ride. Yeah, that was a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> that did was you? sheer. I was hopped up on adrenaline and roasted chicken, and it all worked so out. We'll fine. just get you high on adrenaline and roasted chicken. There you go. <laughs> um, did you keep reading in this article? Oh, should I have? It says. The attraction is reported to take on the same quality as a Twilight attraction that was developed in 2019 for Lionsgate Entertainment World. A Twilight ride? <laughs> There's a Twilight ride? The Twilight What's Saga. Lionsgate Entertainment World? What I is don't that? Know. The Twilight Saga thing, Midnight Ride. Asia? I don't know. I just read it and I was like, a Twilight? Am I reading this correctly? Yeah, I am. What? I know Please it sounds fake, but actually up. now that Katie is saying this, I I feel like I knew about this. Hold on. Lionsgate. Um, Lionsgate park? Entertainment World. What's called? What? Lionsgate theme park. I'm not saying I wouldn't ride it. Bella's Journey. What? Oh, what yeah, are we, that's like right. Spider monkeys ha- climbing trees. They have an attraction for the Hunger Games, too. It's in China. This is real? Yes. What? A yeah. Hunger Games attraction sounds very dangerous. That sounds awful. <laughs> it sounds so scary. <laughs> no, thank you. Very, very dangerous. Oh, boy. That's cool. Oh, well, nay, nay. All right. Oh, nay, nay. But one thing I do want to point out is the Fantastic Beasts franchise is obviously having a whole lot of issues. Um so I definitely agree with you, Meg, when you say you think it's going to be more centered around Harry Potter rather than I think it could have had that potential. But I, I think that I think it's just not going to be like Wizarding World, not yeah. specifically like Harry Potter Wizarding World. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, like, I get what I'm you're not, saying. So like I know originally they said that they were going to have like the French Ministry of Magic. I'm not yeah. necessarily knocking that out as an option. Like, I guess they might still do that. Um, and like, I think that Newt is always going to like be a face when it comes to the wizarding world, but I don't know like how much more in depth with Fantastic Beasts they could go than that, in my opinion. But I think that even if they do have some Fantastic Beasts over there, then, um, I think that they definitely have to mirror it with more just Potter. So I don't know. I just like him. I just really wonder if the Fantastic Beast series is going to get finished. That's my only worry. So like if it's a half finished series, I can't see Universal (sighs) jumping on board with like building a whole section about it. Well, I feel like they're definitely going to go forward with the next movie, seeing as how they signed a new Grindelwald. Um, Are they filming that yet? I guess. I don't know. Apparently. Um. So one more will get made, wasn't it? Was it supposed to be five? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It I truly, five, it was supposed to be five films that span the nineteen years ending in nineteen forty-five. I don't. I I I really don't know. I mean, I'm sure that everything is planned as far as the storyline goes, because that's usually something that the author does really well. Um. So who knows. November. I just feel like it lost steam. Oh, so they're saying it's going to come out November 12th of this year. No. Was, they got pushed back old. a whole nother That's year. Old. So 22? I think it 22. got pushed back a whole nother year. 
It'll probably be November of that year then. Probably. Well, so see you in a couple. On screen <laughs> ran, it said that on a September 1st, 2020 article said it was starting in October, but I don't know if that's true. Yeah, who knows? Especially with it being in the, they're filming in the UK and the Everyone, UK guess, there is still a hot mess express. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Redmayne did say that it started taking place. I mean, sort of filling. Well, okay. We shall see. How can you find us? <laughs> yeah. um, so make sure you follow us on Spotify by clicking the follow button on our page and share this episode with your friends by clicking the three dots in the corner of the episode page. <laughs> three dots (laughs) subscribe to our channel on youtube at swish and flick podcast and follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at swish flick cast if you'd like to support us on patreon head on over to patreon.com forward slash swish flick cast supporting our podcast keeps us going and it also gives you access to our exclusive discord channel trivia games swish swag boxes and more thank you all so much for your support already we couldn't do it without you Mm -hmm. thank you patrons Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank oh you. my God. What is that? Kate, what is that? What? It's a recap. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> I was like, did I miss a GIF in the Discord? What's going on? What? <laughs> oh, my plan worked. You're hilarious. <laughs> All right. Recap time. So last time, Hagrid led Harry and Hermione into the woods for a big surprise. Uh, Hagrid brought his half-brother back from the mountains, and Grop really isn't too happy about it. Grope. But Hagrid needs the trio to look after him for if, let's be real, for when Umbridge decides to sack him because she's a sack of you-know-what. They have a scary run-in with the centaurs, but... Gryffindor won the Quidditch Cup. Gryffindor wins the House Cup. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Quidditch. My dance. Mm -hmm. I think I'm too sad to read the summary because my team lost. It did. Chang was not happy. They live in Cleveland. (laughs) Good one. So Ron is very happy about the win, but he win win, and he doesn't stop talking about it until Harry and Hermione have to tell him that they actually didn't get to see the entire game. Obviously, Ron is not pleased with that or any of the other news that they tell him because they tell him all about um, their journey into the woods. And soon it's June, and they spend their classes studying for their tests that they have to take, the OWLs. And people are selling things to help other people study, but Hermione is positive that they don't work, so she confiscates them and gets rid of them. Down the drain, man. And uh, the tests have started, and obviously they are nervous about the outcomes. Mm. That's that's about where we stop. Is this... This isn't yep. deep June. No, this would be this like is shallow June. I would say shallow. shallow I don't think we get like an actual date. I would say shallow to um, mid. Mm-mm. What is the middle? I don't know. It's not mid though. I forget what the middle was. The middle is like the eleventh. It's the thick. 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 thick, right? The middle's the eleventh. <laughs> the eleventh through the twenty. The eleventh through the twentieth. Like it's in Discord, th- everybody's like, "It's the thick." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh gosh. And then Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, like Sasa said, Ron is really happy about helping Gryffindor get a W in Quidditch, 
and win the entire cup. So that next day, all he wants to do is talk about this match. And I said, rightfully so. He has been having little to be happy about lately. And I'm really happy that he has this moment. And it is kind of heartbreaking when he eventually finds out that they didn't see. Because I think that he really, like, wants to impress his friends. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, really I like when. Yeah, I, I really like when he goes. Um, he's like, I just thought about it. And I was like, yeah, I could do this. And then he, like, saves the next goal and i was like yeah have confidence in yourself man yeah gotta talk to yourself i do that when i work out i'm like dude do it and then i do it and it's everything's fine (laughs) (laughs) and then i do it and then i do it man (laughs) oh but like i said it's very short-lived with the new information that is about to come out so harry and hermione are listening to him and they're trying to find an opportunity in which they can be like there's a giant in the forest and, and no big deal, but it is a big deal, actually. Quite. And, you know, it's just Quite. not a good moment to tell him about little groppy poo in the forest. It's not the time. A little grop grop. A little groppy. I like that you wrote bebe. 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 Neither Tiffany of them were trying very hard. BB joke. I know. Bebe. I'm not there yet. Can you calm well, get there? Down. Get there. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> another podcast. I'm slowly, <laughs> slowly getting there. Bridgerton took over my life, though, so it's fine. Mm, unacceptable. And a actually. couple of documentaries. <laughs> anyway, they're not trying very hard because they don't want to kind of like bring Ron back down to reality. And I understand that. Like, they want their friend to be happy. They know how much Quidditch means to him. Quidditch. So it's another nice day, and they decided to do their studying under the beech tree on the edge of the lake. And this worked both for comfort and because they were less likely to be overheard when they eventually tell him. So Ron's not really into this idea of spending time outside because he is enjoying being the center of attention in Gryffindor Tower. There were (laughs) random outbursts of singing of Weasley as our king, which is always a good time. And people were like patting him on the back and he didn't want to leave that atmosphere. (laughs) I don't blame him. him. He doesn't get that chance, you know, very often. So I agree. I say soak it up, Ron. And this time he's not like exaggerating. Like, remember when he was attacked by Sirius Black and it like started off with that and then it like ended up being like this exaggerated story? Yeah. No, this is actual truth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they spread their books out under the beech tree. They sit down. Ron's telling them about the first save of the match for what Harry, you know, it felt like to Harry to be the 12th time. Thank you quote well i mean i'd already let in that one one of davies so i wasn't feeling that confident but i don't know when bradley came toward me just out of nowhere i thought you can do this and i had about a second to decide which way to fly you know because he looked like he was aiming for the right goal hoop my right obviously his left but i had a funny feeling that he was feigning (laughs) and so i took the chance and flew left his right i mean and well you saw what happened he concluded modestly sweeping his hair back quite unnecessarily so it looked interestingly windswept glancing around to see whether the nearest people to them a bunch of gossiping third-year hufflepuffs had heard him (laughs) <laughs> yes i just wanted to google beach tree beach tree because i wanted to know if it meant anything 
because you know i feel she, like the author does it so the much. author mentioned it twice and so they're studying under correct mm-hmm. yeah and according to the wiki it says a true what match for a beach wand will be if young wise beyond their years and a full-grown rich in understanding and experience and this is beach wands perform very weakly for the narrow-minded and intolerant which i think is like a good well these three are studying certainly kind of thing. have experience in wizarding things <laughs> These ads, man. Yeah. So I literally read this and I was like, I am getting major James Potter vibes Mm -hmm. with the hair. Yeah. And it's just. Harry agrees. It's cute. Yep. He then asks Harry, why is he grinning at him? And Harry's all like, I'm not. And he says it, you know, like a liar. (laughs) And he tries to look at his transfiguration notes and he says that he's just super happy they won, which is true. Dad, <laughs> you are so weird. My cousin does that. Uh, and Ron is like, "Yeah, we won. It's great." <laughs> Did you see the look on Chang's face when Jenny caught the snitch right out from under her nose? And I said, "Is this foreshadowing to getting Harry?" <laughs> That's a great creation. Oh, they put <laughs> Discord put my face on John Mulaney for the, you know, like a liar line. And I probably and couldn't it be seems happier. Pretty seamless. He and I look really good. I'm just saying the match. It's a match. So oh, I great. you guys missed it. Is that foreshadowing to Jenny like snatching Harry right out from shows? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> she won. I'd, I'd say it is. I think know? it is. I think there's no doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to say something nice. Well, I'm Harry says something not very nice. Ya. He goes, No, not, not nice in that sense. Not mean. Oh. Not nice in like a. Just keep it to yourself. So Harry's like, Oh, did she cry? And I said, That's kind of rude, but probably a truthful question ron continues to be like yeah she did <laughs> but mostly out of anger and then hiding their whereabouts starts to come unraveled so where the, where they were is starting to come out because you just can't lie to your friends i would hope you, you can. wouldn't you i mean shouldn't. you wouldn't you wouldn't want to <laughs> <laughs> we also find out that show through her broom as well <sighs> and then Hermione comes clean. Well, actually, no, Ron said Hermione with a heavy sigh, putting down her book and looking at him apologetically. As a matter of fact, the only bit of the match Harry and I saw was Davy's first goal. Ron carefully ruffled his hair. Caref- Ron's carefully ruffled hair seemed to wilt with disappointment. <laughs> and Ron is in sort of like a numb, sad shock. And he asks them if they watched and, you, you know, they didn't comment on any of his saves. His face is growing redder and redder. He questions them as to why they weren't there. I think he's getting like really angry yeah. and like disappointed because my face gets red if i'm like disappointed too what's up do you think that he do you i don't know how do i word this do you think that he's worried that they were like together oh 
No. I don't necessarily think so. I think that whole thing is just... I think it's purely came... because he was so happy and w- with what he did, and the two people that he wanted to see it most didn't. Yeah. And I think the, I think where you're coming from was, like, having him... Because I know later on in, like, book I feel seven, like... when he's having those, like, Horcrux issues where he's like, oh, yeah. they're smooching. Yeah, totally the Horcrux. Um, yeah, but preying on the fact that, like, he doesn't think he's as good as Harry, so why wouldn't she want someone better than him? Why would she want him? Mm. And, like, him being Ron when he could, she's friends with Harry, like, you know what I mean? I think more, it's a really great thought. I think more of those feelings might come next year. Ron, or uh, except flip-flopped, because Ron is sucking face with Lav Lav. Yeah, but he still <laughs> likes Hermione. That was just a stand-in. I mean, he's like unconscious saying her name. So but like, but maybe what's he really thinking about. He's but maybe smooching lavender and being like, I bet you Hermione's the better. He kid. might be thinking all of these things at one time. You know, yeah, you don't have to have just one train. Wrong. You can like someone and not be with them. Okay, so they go on to say it was Hagrid. He decided to tell us why he's been covered in injuries ever since he got back from the Giants. He wanted us to go into the forest with him. We had no choice. You know how he gets. Anyway, and the story is told in five minutes, and by the end, Ron's look of indignation had been replaced with a look of total, I don't know how to say that. Incredulity? Incredulity? What does that mean? I don't know. Hold on. Google it. Incredulity, the state of being unwilling or unable to believe something. Look at that. Learning every day. Couldn't you just say shock? Well, sure, but you know. Surprise. Fancy pants. Gosh. Yeah, why do you got to make me look like a fool? Anyways. Etymediology. Etymediology. I said that that in my head today reading that word. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I said it. They had it as a, a theme on Jeopardy like a week or two ago. I might have said etymology out loud <laughs> on purpose, but it now makes me really I happy ever be able to say it correctly. Like ever again, ever again. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> like I'll struggle with it. So Ron is like sitting there and he says he brought one back and hid it in the forest. I think that at this point, Ron just like, like he's really just in disbelief he's like this is not information that i can even like take in and accept like what are you kidding me well get used to it so harry very grimly says yep (laughs) and ron is just (laughs) flabbergasted but like why should he be this is haggard we're talking about right he got a dragon egg off a stranger at a pub hatched it Watched it, it. watched it bite Ron's hand and blamed Ron. You know, this is Hagrid. So kept a spider in a box in his dorm room. (laughs) I traveled to Hagrid in the pocket of a traveler. Spider in a box. (laughs) Where do you keep your spiders, Katie? Uh, I I don't keep one drops down from the ceiling today. (gasps) Full on, like. I hate that. It was like spy movie coming down from the rafters trying to steal some diamonds. And I said, not today. Shoes. Uh -uh. Two shoes. The one time I killed one outside in the summertime, it's my mom was telling me not to. Little baby spiders everywhere. Yeah. Gross. No. Yeah. All All right. right, I'm moving on. Hermione then says, well, he has. Grops about 16 feet tall 
enjoys ripping up 22, wait, 20 foot pine trees and knows me as Hermie. <laughs> I just want to say Hermie. that I like almost envision Hermione delivering this line like David Rose. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 And knows I can me see that. as Hermie. Anyway. <laughs> so, like, Ron's reaction here is basically like immediate nerves. He's like, and Hagrid wants us to teach him English. Yeah, said Harry. <laughs> like, I imagine almost in just disbelief. And Ron then just goes, he has lost his mind. And Hermione agrees. But Hermione says they made a promise. And Ron's like, yeah, well, you're going to need to break that promise. <laughs> then we've got exams and we're about that far. And he holds his hand to show his thumb and forefinger a millimeter apart from being chucked out as it is. And anyway, remember Norbert, Norberta, remember Aragog? Have we ever come off better for mixing with any of Hagrid's monster mates? Monster mates. <laughs> monster, monster mates. Monster mates. <laughs> it was a monster mate. A monster mate. And I, I know that we like, we touched on this in the last time, but after reading that sentence right there, that little description paragraph from Ron, I really do feel like sometimes Hagrid does ask too much of them, especially knowing the consequences of the previous asks. Like, but at the same, like, you know, this kind of also just goes back to last episode. Like Hagrid definitely thinks with his heart more than anything. Yes. So that's where, like, the problems arise. I, I'm not but, saying it's a bad thing to think with your heart. Just sometimes it causes I, problems. Yes. I wonder if because ever since he got kicked out of Hogwarts, like, he's always had Dumbledore kind of behind him. So, like, I wonder if how many if he's always had someone kind of cleaning up his messes. So yeah, he, he doesn't so understand, understand the ramifications. Yes. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. It always works out. So, like, yes. That does make sense. It always sense. works out just, and he doesn't understand that, no. Because Dumbledore's like, I got my broom. Dumbledore's you like, you, boo. pew, pew, spells. <laughs> Fixing yeah. stuff. Let me go to the ministry. Spiders in boxes. It's really, like, okay. <laughs> in the tail. You know what I mean? What happened? Did he get in trouble for Spiders having a dragon? Of course not. Nah, he's good. Um, what? <laughs> you just like, goes to the ministry like, spiders and boxes. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> box did get him kicked out of school spider well, in the box spider in the box spider in a box but not kicked out of hogwarts just kicked out box. of schooling Ooh. step one put, put spider in, in the box. box step two put some food in that box step three don't open the box that's it, the way you do, do it, it. <laughs> yes <laughs> So Ron then is like, well, if Hagrid hasn't been sacked by now, like he should be able to hold on until the end of term, right? Like it's June almost. Then we wouldn't even need to get near what? <laughs> then we wouldn't need to go near Grop at all. Um, and honestly, that's pretty good logic. I would be like, June, why sack him now? You know, but well, we'll see. They because do what they want. But again, 
totally foreshadowing to the end of this chapter. Yes, absolutely. Um, so Ron, sure. nope, June has arrived, which means it is <laughs> Ron has arrived. Ron has arrived. <laughs> he walks into all the rooms now. I've arrived. <laughs> I won the cup. I have arrived. Uh, Bow down to the king. You are on a roll. So at this point, there is no longer homework for the fifth years and lessons are literally just reviewing topics for exams, which I have to say, I like. That's cool. Yeah. But they're actually I like that in school. solely focused on making sure that these kids pass exams. I'm also not a great studier, so that's probably why I hated those times. So I probably would want to read a book while I was in school. Yeah, but I'm, it's just like nice that they didn't also pile homework on the kids, you know? For sure. No, that's absolutely right. And I think it's great that they had time to study. I just am not great at studying. Me either. <laughs> Me either. Yep. Um, so Harry could feel that like the atmosphere everywhere was purposeful, feverish. Like literally people were only thinking about OWLs. Um and Harry, in the back of his mind, is kind of wondering if Lupin ever spoke with Snape about occlumency, because if he had, it clearly didn't work because Snape hadn't so much as reached out to him at all about it. And also Hermione wasn't nagging him about it either because she was so focused on exams. So he was happy about that, which I also think him <laughs> even bringing this up also foreshadowing to the end of this chapter because he needed it. But anyway... Um, he also says Hermione hadn't even laid out any elf clothes for days. Busy days, <sighs> which I guess I didn't really like realize in my head that she did that all fifth year too. That's a lot <laughs> of time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Ernie Mac, he's basically the best, basically the best, <laughs> was bragging about how many hours he had studied. And he was, he said he was studying for Eight hours a day on average, which uh, that's insane. Oh, that's, that's too much for me. That is insane. Nope. <clears throat> nope. Um, and then Draco was inducing panic in his own way by <laughs> by saying, it's who you know. Now, father's been friendly with the head of Wizarding Examinations Authority for years. Old Griselda Marchbanks. We've had her around for dinner and everything. And poor Hermione, like, this actually panics her. And she's like, do you think that that's true? Oh, my gosh. Maybe I don't even stand a chance at passing. And Ron is like, well, even if it is true, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> and which, I mean, I feel okay, like let's if calm she's her not down. Pass, like, <laughs> right? no one's going to pass. She is such an irrational fear. Like, there's no <laughs> way that she wouldn't pass. But that, like, literally is her yeah. biggest fear. Yeah. yeah. Poor thing. But then Neville chimes in and he's like, I don't think so, because Griselda's a friend of Grand's and she's never mentioned the Malfoys. So I'll talk Draco. Also, yeah, your name's about to get pulled through the mud. Right. At the end of this book. <gasps> um, so I pulled up the wiki information for Griselda Marchbanks. Um, she's a British witch who served as governor of the Wizarding Examinations Authority that ran the OWL, NEWT, and WOMBAT examinations. F-I-N-E. <laughs> is that Wombat? Is that what you spelled? Yep. What are those? I like how you say authority. Wizards okay. Ordinary Magic and Basic Aptitude Test. What's that for? Oh. Um, who knows? I'm wondering if anybody got my Gilmore Girls joke, so I just want 
throw that out there. They what can be taken. They Write can be taken uh, and act as a valid form of credentials for witches and wizards wanting to apply for a job. So hmm. maybe some jobs require it. You know? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Maybe well, that's for jobs where, like, in or you really have to, like, do all of these things. And for yeah. other jobs, it's like, we just want to make sure that you're, like, at least a little competent. <laughs> Your yeah, eyes right. have it. <laughs> yeah. Competent. Um, so she resigned in 1995 as one of the Wizengamot elders. Mm. So... Um, let's see. They're saying she was born no later than the 1870s. Not sure where they got that number from. Well, she's got to be older than Dumbledore because she taught right, or she, she tested him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she Dang. does say at some point that she oversaw and personally examined Dumbledore for transfiguration and charms when he did NEWTs. And he was able to do things with a wand I'd never seen before. So. Ladies old. Also, I thought that this was kind of cool. Apparently, in Fantastic Beasts, at some point, whenever you see all of those newspapers flash on the screen, like they're like going through time with the newspapers and stuff, her name comes up in an article. Oh, really? <gasps> Stop this. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. Let me see if I can find it here. Are also in order of the Phoenix. An article comes <gasps> up whenever they're doing that same thing that says Madame Marchbank denies links to submersive goblin groups. Um, Say that a lot. Goblin groups. Where goblin groups. Is the I think you said one. it wrong both times. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that was a weird laugh. Okay, so I found it in the article. It says in. The, the Daily Prophet's November 29th, 1926 issue, an interview was published with March Banks in which she expressed her disappointment with recent poor test outcomes in charms. <laughs> so that was in one of the flashes. And then again, in Order of the Phoenix, there's a flash whenever you're going through time as well in the movies that says Madame Marchbank denies links to submer- to sub subversive goblin groups. But then you can't really like read anything else on it, but it flashes on the screen. Yeah. So that is so her. Cool. And on that note, it's no longer my turn. Pass the baton. Yep. Pass the potato. Thank you. The what? I don't so know. The baton. Like, th- oh. What'd you say? <laughs> potato. <laughs> Taco Bell potato? What? Like <laughs> um, hot potato. Potato. <laughs> Got it. Um, so Ron asks Neville if he thinks that knowing this Griselda Marchbanks is going to hurt his chances at all. And Neville says he doesn't think it's going to make any difference. Quote, Gran's always telling Professor March- Marchbanks, I'm not as good as my dad. Oh, that's awful. I know. Yeah. That's awful. Gran, WTF. God. Like, there's a difference in... We've talked about this to no end, but there's a difference between like positively trying to pump somebody up, yeah, be like to encourage a child doing better, or like, yeah, no, it's just the way she goes about it, squashing it down, right? Oh, that made me mad. Anyway, this is the first time that Neville 
Oh, he see he adds on. Well, you saw what she's like at St. Mungo's. So this is the first time that Neville actually acknowledged that they did meet at Mungo's. Like he had not brought it up at all, and in respect, they didn't bring it up to him. But they don't really elaborate on it. Um, but guys, welcome to the black market of Hogwarts. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm glad that you're talking about this section. It feels like a very Katie section. <laughs> Thanks. I think. So the fifth and seventh years are swapping and selling all these different aids in concentration, mental agility, and wakefulness. I love the wakefulness part because what do you think of like when you're in college and like doing exams? You're like, you're down in that caffeine, right? It makes me think, think of a little golden egg. Isn't that what that said? What? It promotes sleeping and wakefulness. Oh, our eggs. <laughs> <laughs> that little egg. You know oh my god about? katie's yes. eggs Kate, did you sit on that thing yet or it's what right uh-huh. here. I have... <laughs> it's right here and it uh. helped me smash a spider the other day so you guys can make fun of it all you want but it's golden oh. egg i'm not i'm genuinely guess what the little card said in the box <laughs> i read i don't have an egg i also don't have problem sleeping knock on wood <laughs> do you want to hear a fun story about me studying in college I had like a triple espresso and then ordered an espresso brownie that they used to have at Starbucks. And then I puked. I believe it. I believe it. I was going to ask you how your heart felt. (laughs) Awful. My body was like, nope. I think of all the, I think of all the art kids who were like on Adderall and stuff. Yeah. Not because they needed it. Because they wanted it. Whoa. Whoa. And I'm like, don't do that. You don't, you don't, don't, you don't, don't do, that. do that. Just drink some coffee mm-hmm. and you'll get don't through this Don't eat an okay. espresso brownie. Don't they don't make those brownie. anymore. That's probably why I puked. <sighs> so bad. Did you have something to add about the egg? Do you oh, have an egg? Say, I have an egg too. Oh. I don't have an egg. I got this like egg when I was like nominated egg. as Triwizard Champion. <laughs> teeny tiny like if the dinosaur dinosaur whoa that's a dragon if the dragon actually <laughs> came out in an egg that size it would be so fragile it'd be so little tiny and fragile yeah. i think that'd be harder it to would capture be worried no but like so think small. of like sea turtles and how like a lot of them don't make it oh yeah you just, no. this just took you a that's what i'm there. saying like it's you so sad like there. it makes me nervous <laughs> you went there it's a circle of life man how do we get on turtle eggs from the black market of hogwarts maybe that helps with your mental agility (laughs) you don't know (laughs) turtle talk i don't know oh boy turtle power i'm the only one here have an egg right exactly (laughs) it's a party friday night that's also something you probably eat through exams because it's quick and easy right full circle say it no okay pizza (laughs) i want pizza all right so eddie carmichael so yep eddie carmichael eddie carmichael he knows what's up okay he offers harry and ron a whole pint of barufo's brain elixir barufio barufio sorry i typed it wrong barufio's (laughs) blaine It's BBE, okay, for 12 galleons. And Ron's like, Harry, when we get out of Hogwarts and I have a job, I will reimburse you for my half. (laughs) 
And Eddie swears this is the reason he got nine outstanding OWLs. So from the wiki, Barufio's brain elixir, I had to take that slow, is a potion that supposedly increases the taker's brain power. According to, what is that name? Gethsemane. Thank you. Gethsemane Prickle, who was the British Minister of Magic, Herbologist, and Potioneer. It doesn't work at all, and it really poses a serious health hazard if improperly brewed. So I wouldn't really trust Eddie Carmichael that he was able <laughs> to brew this properly. Eddie! You Eddie. are undermining Eddie's probably great. Well, maybe he, is, he got nine outstanding OWLs. Yeah, that's there, true. Aren't there, like, not even that many? No, you didn't, can get 12, Didn't one of the get 12? 12. I don't know. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but before they could even think about it, Hermione confiscated it and she poured it down a toilet and Ron is furious and she's like, don't be stupid. You might as well have just taken this kid's powdered dragon claw. Apparently he has one. And Ron's like, well, what? His name is Harold Dingle. <laughs> He's like, what? Harold's got dragon claw? And she's like, yeah, but I confiscated that too. And he's like, but like, apparently like that's supposed to work. It's supposed to give your brain a boost. And then you're all cunning for a few hours. And he's like, can, can I just have a pinch? Like, it can't hurt. And Hermione's like, yeah, well, this stuff actually can because it's actually dried doxy droppings. And both of them didn't talk about the black market anymore after that. <laughs> <laughs> Saved you from doxy right. um, Fun Wait, fact. Wait, can we? I can't get past Harold Dingle's <laughs> name. <laughs> I love it. Isn't there a song... Some jingling. He made. Huh. Hold on. <laughs> what are you thinking of? I don't know. Isn't it Mr. Jingling? It's Mr. Yeah, jingling. I'm thinking of like head whiskers. They grew in and with the baby, out. baby. <laughs> Dingle. Mr. Finnegan. That's what I'm thinking of. I think. Oh that yeah, like, yeah. He had whiskers on his chin again. They grew out and then grew in again. Poor old Mr. Finnegan. Why'd that make you think of Harold Dinkle? I don't know. <laughs> Dingle hopper. Oh boy. A dingleberry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what was in uh, the dragon claw. <laughs> <laughs> Doxy Dingleberry. <laughs> their bingo card uh, mark it off <laughs> a fun fact though apparently dragon claw is in barufio's brain elixir so oh gosh interessante right um so mcg gives them their exam schedules and details owls are spread over two weeks so in the morning they have like the exam part, like the written exam, and then in the afternoon they have the practical exam. Obviously, except for astronomy, because that has to happen at night so you can see the stars. And she does warn about cheating. There's an anti-cheating charm on their exam papers, and also auto answer quills, remembrals, detachable cribbing cuffs, and self-correcting ink mean? are banned. I looked up the cribbing cuffs, and it's like something you literally put on the cuff of your shirt that's supposed to help you cheat somehow. That's literally all the information that it gave me. Interesting. Um, yeah. It's just like, I feel like that's something you can like kind of hide under your wrist or something so nobody could see it. Um, so McGee says that every year there's at least one student who thinks they can get away with cheating, and she's like, it better not be a Gryffindor. 
telling you. Who right do you think now. out of the four of us would be the one to do it? Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I said that so fast. <laughs> you said it before I could. <laughs> and where's the lie? I was going to say Sarah. Katie, who do you I was think? Th- I was thinking Sarah. Why me? <laughs> it ain't me. Once when I was in like, first grade. Because, Sarah, you'd put off the studying till too late, and then you'd be like, I need a crib and cuff. Oh, see, but you know what? I do put off studying till too late, but I'm an ace at taking tests. Yeah. I just go in, I do it, I'm like, whatever, I can't worry about it now. I don't, I literally, I don't think I've cheated since I was in first grade and cheating very poorly. Megan, I'm sorry I said your name. <laughs> Megan. I feel like you would do it just Megan. to see if you could get away with it. That's another thing. Like, Michael would be I've like, never, oh, watch I me. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't want this to send, I don't know. I, I've never needed, like, I've never needed to cheat for a test. Can I tell a story? Uh, wow, way to break. You so smart. <laughs> <laughs> One time I was taking a science test. Oh, here we go. Katie. No, I did. No, wait. No, I was taking a science test and I something ha- i don't remember the details something happened there was like someone was talking about something i don't know i happened to see on pure accident an answer oh, on someone bloody. else's test and i felt so guilty i wrote a note to my teacher <laughs> in the top of my test saying i saw this answer she, like, i didn't mean writes to an f walks up wait you wrote on top of your test that you cheated i wrote that i accidentally saw this person because there was like this disturbance that happened like it was so there dumb was a disturbance did in she the force? not give you the point Oh, she didn't care. Yeah. She didn't say anything. Because <laughs> whatever. Like, it was what no is big this deal. person doing? <laughs> oh my so God. these are moments in the podcast where people are like, they're so mean to one another. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, literally, I think that's the only time I ever cheated when I was in, like, I think it was like first grade and it was a spelling test. Very obviously what first grade and was how to cheat nicely. So nicely. like I... Um, we've heard this but story. like other i know but other than that like when i take a test if i don't know the answer like because i i heard a teacher once say they're like just because someone's done with the test first does not mean that they got all the answers right and i'm right. the type of person like i'm a very quick test taker um i'm usually one of the like first people done but like if i don't know an answer i'm not going to sit there and like think because it's not going to come to me um yeah i always I move on and then if i'm able to go back i go back that's what I do too. Well, yeah, I do that as well. Do. But I'm not gonna like. There's some people, and I'm not shaming them or anything. It's just not how I take a test. Like there's shame, some people that'll sit shame. there and think and like try to get the answer. I just will be like, whatever. I don't know it. Like that's why I didn't do really great on um like you know how you take tests to get into like high schools like an entrance exam. Yeah. I did really I did really bad on the math test going into mags that I had to take um. Had to, had to have a math tutor. My dad was not pleased. And math is one of my like really good subjects because I didn't feel like doing the work and I just circled answers. Oh my! <laughs> Still <God>. got in. <laughs> That's very Terry of you, though. He was he was not pleased. <laughs> so the, the, I just remember in tutoring, they're like, "Do you need help?" And I was like, "No, I'm all right. I don't need. No, I'm actually fine." Yeah. You guys but ready for some McG sass? I guess I did. She not always ready. Oh. <gasps> Now you tell it's coming out. I got the SpongeBob meme ready. <laughs> no, for my for my one job, I had to become a um, notary. So me and my friend went to go take the test, and they let us sit right next to each other. So we helped each other with the test. Oh, eh, the heck! Do you That's need to take cheating. a test for that? For that's helping. I guess I don't understand. I was like. 
does this really matter? I just need to make sure people's IDs match their signatures. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still a notary? Right? Is that something you have to like renew? No. I I did it way before all the new rules and stuff like that. It was not nearly as involved whenever I became a notary mm-hmm. as it is now. I There's like do even to renew, though. you have to take a test every year now. Mm-hmm. All right, McGee Sass. Quote, our new headmistress, Professor McGonagall, <laughs> pronounced the word with the same look on her face that Aunt Petunia had whenever she was contemplating a particularly stubborn bit of dirt has asked the heads of houses to tell their students that cheating will be punished most severely because, of course, your examination results will reflect upon the headmistress's new regime at the school. However, that's no reason not to do your very best. You have your own futures to think about. So she's like, I know Umbridge sucks and we want to make it look (laughs) like she sucks, but we all need to still do our best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love it. And they will find out the results via OWL sometime in July. Whether that's shallow, deep, or thick, we are not sure. Uh, (laughs) I would say thick to deep. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Thick to deep towards Harry's birthday, which is like the deepest of deep. (laughs) It's like the trench of the deep. Can't touch out there, man. The tail end. The tail end of the deep. Right. You need a floaty. You're so in, you're almost out. Yep. (laughs) Oh, my God. does that mean because you're so into june you're almost out of it or i mean you're so into july you're almost out of it and into august (laughs) weird things happening today every day all so their first exam (laughs) their first exam will be charms on monday morning and harry makes the mistake of agreeing to test hermione he instantly regarded it because every time he asked her a question and she answered, she would snatch the book out of his hand just to see if she had gotten the answer completely right. That would and aggravate he was like, me as well. Do it yourself yeah. then. <laughs> but I, that's how I will say that is a way that I study really well is if like I'm quizzing someone or they're quizzing me and we go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, that is one of the ways that I do study yeah. well and learn stuff. I like learning. It's uh, all right. <clears throat> Um, so dinner that night is pretty quiet because, you know, everyone's like freaking out. Ron and Harry are stuffing their faces because the, all they've done that day are studied. Um, Hermione is still studying. She like has her bag by her. So she's like picking up books to double check, like all of the things she's thinking, making sure she's right. Ron tells her that like she really needs to eat so she can actually sleep. Um, but then like they get cut off because she sees that there are people on the hallway and she's like, oh, they must be the examiners. So they get up because um, they want to get a closer look at them. For what reason? I don't know. Um, and they see that they're talking to Umbridge. So one person who Harry assumes was Professor Marchbanks said the journey was fine. And um, she wondered about Dumbledore. She hadn't heard from him and asked if Umbridge knew where he was. Of course, no, she has no idea. And she says this, then shoots a look at Harry and his friends. And she then goes on to say, but the ministry will check, track him down soon. So March Banks disagrees. She said, if Dumbledore doesn't want to be found, that he won't be. When she had tested him, he was very talented with his wand. Um, Umbridge doesn't respond to that, but has them all go to the staff room to have a cup of tea after their journey. So the trio go to their common rooms while everyone is trying to study, um, but they're not really getting anywhere. I think because it's like the night before the test, there's a lot of anxious people 
Um, and it's just like one of those things like what more can you study? So Harry, um, is not getting anywhere. So he goes to bed early, but he kind of lies there awake thinking about how he needs to get better grades. He's thinking about McGonagall and how she is determined to get him in the aura program and how he knows that like, he's thinking I should have studied better. I should have done more to get into the program with my studies. Um, but he also knows that like, he's not the only one that's still up worrying about their exams. So the next morning, everyone seems on edge. They're trying to get last minute studying in. And then when it's all over, they have to leave the great hall. They have to wait out in the hallway um, until they are called in one class at a time to go back into the great hall. And this is a little quote from the book. It says the four house tables had been removed and replaced instead with many tables for one. How sad. Table for one. (laughs) (laughs) um all the tables oh where said that all facing the staff table at the end of the hall where professor mcgonagall stood facing them and they sat down and were told to start so i love it interesting i love i was thinking like this is a charms test and she's moderating it basically Mm -hmm. and i forgot that and i was like but wait they're taking their transfiguration test the next day (laughs) got confused and so um the first question was, and I mean, I have to, like, we can't not say it. Do it. <laughs> so it's a, it's a two-parter. So y'all are going to have to answer it for me, okay? It's a difficult question. So first you have to give the incantation, and then you have to describe the wand movement required to make objects fly. Can you tell me? Who knows the answer? Wingardrium Leviosa. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Swish and flick. Yes. So Harry thinks his very first thought is of the troll in the bathroom when he kind of smiles a little bit while writing his answer. And I, like I like that moment. Swish it was a good baby. callback. And it's like a good, it's like a test taking moment. Like, you know, you're so nervous and you get like the first question. You're like, I can do this. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. almost like, okay, like I know what I'm talking about. Kind of. I mean, you're not talking, you're writing it down, but yeah. Um, after like the exam. Boost. Yes. Yeah. 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 So after the exam, Hermione was glad that it wasn't too bad. And she starts to go over like all of the different questions that she wasn't sure about. She literally starts like numbering them. Um, do you guys, did you guys ever do that? Like when taking a test? Yeah. Like I sometimes. remember in high school when you had like the same teacher for, t- um, for like a subject, but like at different times. So like you would find the person and be like, so what was on the test? And you would talk about it. Yeah. Usually they would have different tests, but, or like rearrange the, um, Questions. numbers. <clears throat> yeah. So Ron stops her because he doesn't want to have to go. He's like, we're not, we're not doing this. We're not going over every question. He's like, I already took it once. It was bad enough. Like, we're not doing it again. Uh, and I mean, I don't blame him, but I also like am a little bit like Hermione. But at the, I mean, it, it depends on how I feel at the end of it. If I think I've done really bad, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want you to tell me. And then I'm going to be worried because I'm going to think like, I got that one wrong. I got that one wrong. But if I'm like pretty confident in it, then I'll yeah. have a conversation with you. Maybe. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a while. while. It has been a while. So they ate lunch in the Great Hall and that like all the tables had come back and then they went into the hall again, waited. And at this time it was small groups that were being called um, in for their practical exams and they had to go in alphabetical order. Obviously, Hermione goes in first with her group and then doesn't come back out. None of the t- students Never that have been be tested. Again. <laughs> Expelled. Failed. Um, oh. yeah. uh, 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 uh. So once um, once they go in, they like, I'm assuming, leave out another door. Maybe that side door that um, Harry had to go through last year and meet with the other champions. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, and so like Harry and obviously Hermione or Harry and Ron are waiting out because they haven't been called yet. 
And like, Ron's like, oh, I'm sure she did fine. And so they're like, you know, just everyone's waiting in the hallway anxiously. Harry's called next by Professor Flitwick, and he's told to go to Professor Tofty, who looked like the oldest and baldest examiner. And he also, as he's walking by, he sees that Malfoy is getting tested by Marchbanks. <gasps> Tofty um, makes me want Toff's ice cream. So good. So I, um, oh, I got nervous for a second. It makes me think of that. Because you clicked a link candy. and it went to the No, link. because it like said something weird. Oh, I didn't So I looked it up. I looked Professor Tofty up. And so it says that he was a wizard who worked for the Wizarding Examinations Authority in capacity of an examiner. And I think some of this is from... Um, I think it's from that game. Yeah, I think it's from the game as well. So there's stuff Hogwarts from Mystery. Hogwarts... Hogwarts. Hogwarts Hog- Mystery. Um, and... So, yeah, he um, was born before 1972. He has a, I guess he's a professor. Doesn't really go too much into that. Um, According to the game, he just would have it during his annual trip. I guess he'd go every year to do the exams for ordinary wizarding levels. Um, (laughs) Pretty much it. Ordinary. (laughs) It goes on to say we're going to see him at the end of this chapter um, because he well, we're going to see he why am I struggling to talk? I don't know. So he's examining Harry in the practical exam for charms. He does it for defense against the dark arts and for astronomy as well as history of magic theory essay. Um, And he asks, I guess, Harry later to protrude a Patronus for an extra point. Um. And he's good friends with Tiberius Ogden, Ogden, who told him that Harry was able to, pre- cor- pre- wow, <laughs> I can't speak, it's conjure okay. a corporal Patronus. Um, I wonder how he found that out, though. Like, who's Tiberius Ogden? Yeah. I don't know. But we all say it wrong. Click that name. Huh? Somebody click this name. Yeah. So, oh, oh he was a yeah. he's a member of the Wizagamot. That's why he knew. The Wizgiz. Um, but he resigned in protest due to Cornelius Fudge's appointment of Dolores Umbridge as High Inquisitor. You go, Tiberius! Yeah, I actually really like the name, Ty- name Tiberius. Um, and so then, like, later on when Umbridge is uh, attempting that sneak attack on Rubius Hagrid during the astronomy exam, Tofty tried to persuade the observing students to focus on their exams instead of the attack. Yeah, right. Uh, um, however, when the orders start launching stunning spells, not stunning spells, not bells, not only at Hagrid, but at McGonagall, uh, causing her to collapse, he also forgot the examination and he shouts in anger and shock at such a disgraceful assault. Um, yeah. Maybe shooting spells from the tower. Bye, Umbridge. And then Megan already talked about Griselda Marchbanks. Um, yep. so... That's Sorry. her. We know about her. <laughs> She's described as a short and very elderly witch. Sounds like me. <laughs> You're very elderly. <laughs> so Tofty asks him if he is the famous Potter. And so Harry kind of doesn't answer because he's watching Malfoy throw a not kind look towards him. And the wine glass that Malfoy is levitating falls and shatters on the floor. And it makes Harry smile. <laughs> um, lofty, except his name is Tofty. Lofty, Tofty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
guys getting new names? Oh, geez. Tofty tells him not to be nervous because he, and he sees, um, he sees him smiling. He's like, oh, it's good not to be nervous. And he asks him to make his egg cup do some cartwheels. <laughs> and it's funny that we were talking about eggs in the chat today. Um, yep. I have some egg cups. I enjoy them. I've done a shot or two out of them. I won't lie. Not what the intended use is for, but hey, cup's a cup. It's a cup. What's happening? <laughs> so much. So Harry thinks his test <laughs> has gone rather well. His levitation charm went better than Malfoy's, but he messed up the incantations for a color change and growth charm. And in doing so, his rat didn't turn orange like it was supposed to, but he grew to the size of a badger before Harry fixed his mistake. Um, and I didn't look up how big badgers get, but I can. Harry was grateful Hermione didn't see his mistake and he didn't tell her when he was done either. Uh, but he could tell Ron cause Ron had a plate turned into a big mushroom and didn't know how he did it. Um, <laughs> So I, I feel like badgers like, are like a really big cat. Like imagine just like a like a really like Iggy size like fat cat. I, think I they're bigger than would that. Freak out if um Solid. I saw a rat that big. <laughs> yeah, go to New York. No, right here. thank you. So according to Google, the WoodlandTrust.org.uk says they're about ninety centimeters. I don't know what that means. Which is ten to twelve kilograms. I don't know what that means. Like, well, 10 kilograms is about t- 22 pounds. I that's think. what I was going to say. Maybe a lie. Big, no, that's right. Big, well, I mean, well, big. Do, do some conversions there, buddy. I just I can't. It just freaks me out a little bit. Do you think Ron made a mushroom because he's a fun guy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> baby. I like that a lot. Mm. Uh, oh my god so i googled color change charm and um according to the wikia it's a charm that changed the color of the target and on the lego from the lego games it has um like a uh the incantation which is colavaria um is that canon i don't know y'all can choose for yourselves um, no. And the only history is like during that school year, um, she McGonagall taught her fourth year. So the 80, Oh, I think this is also in the game. Hold on. Yeah. That's Hogwarts mystery in the Hogwarts mystery. She teaches it to her, um, students, but we see that, um, Ron obviously with scabbers, this doesn't work. Um, but he tries saying sunshine, Daisy, butter, mellow, turn this stupid fat rat yellow. But does it not work because it's a human or because it's just not a good spell? Probably a combination. Um, yeah. And so, like, according to the wiki, yeah, before 1991, this charm um, was used unknowingly to change the wig of his teacher, his being Harry Potter, to a vivid blue color. Alana would love that. Um, and then we know during this test, he accidentally changes or he doesn't he isn't able to use it because he uses a growth charm instead to um not turn the rat orange but to make him large and then later he uses it to change the um robes of the chudley cannons poster in ron's bedroom to bright blue um and the etymology of it (laughs) (laughs) says the incantation for this charm comes from the latin words color um and Varier, I don't know if I'm saying that right, which is to means vary. So the incantation would mean something like to change or to modify the color. Um, 
And then talking about the growth charm, I Googled that as well. But this one doesn't have an incantation. It says incantation unknown. Um, but I would assume maybe that it would be like a similar thing um, to uh, the other one. Cause like, how would he get that? Con- like, you know what I mean? If it was like close in, in, in uh, incantation, like word wise, I would assume that's easier to mix up than if it was like completely different, but I don't know. So this says it was a charm that increased the physical size of the target. It was unknown whether the spell was due to used to increase the size of the target cells themselves, or if more cells were created to give an appearance of a greater size, very specific. <laughs> um, I like but that. like, what is, what's the difference between that and like Engorgio or whatever? I, I have no idea. Um, and so we see him use this. Harry uses this spell um, instead of the color one. And then, like, Engorgio is, like, the same. It's also a growing charm. So, like, I wonder, I don't know, if it's a totally different spell. To me, like, it's the same thing. But I guess there's also Engorgio Skellius, which makes the head of the person bigger. That's funny to me. Ooh. So then they have dinner. Um, and then after dinner, they went straight into more studying in their common room for their transfiguration test, which is the next day. Um, and quoting from the book, it says, Harry forgot the definition of a switching spell during his written exam ne- the next morning, but thought his practical could have been a lot worse. At least he managed to vanish the whole of his iguana, whereas poor Hannah Abbott lost her head completely at the next table and somehow managed to multiply her ferret into a flock of flamingos, causing the examination to be halted for 10 minutes (laughs) while the birds were captured and carried out of the hall. Flock of flamingos. Can you imagine, though, like the feeling of just embarrassment having been the person that did that? (laughs) I would feel so bad. A flock of flamingos is called a flamboyance, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, So I looked up the switching spell again, incantation unknown. Um, It was a transfiguration spell used to switch the position of two objects. By definition, it was a simultaneous transfiguration of two objects to make them look like each other. Um, I'm going to see what this is saying from according to Hogwarts mystery year. So who knows? Whatever. Um, but I mean, that kind of makes sense. Cause if you're doing transfiguration, like you're not like, I think if you were switching them and actually moving them from place to place, yeah, that that's more of a seem, charm yeah, like, for charms class. Um, and if you're just transfiguring them, it makes sense to me that it's a simultaneous transfiguration of two objects. Um, yeah. 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 I guess this is saying Hermione Granger, um, got, extra points because she knew what it was in her first year of school. Yeah. She's a smarty pants. Um, we see that Neville Longbottom was, um, unable to perform the spell by October, 1994, a fact that was criticized by Minerva McGonagall who called the spell simple. Um, oh Hermione tells Harry or idly suggests to Harry for the tri- first Triwizard Tournament that he might use this spell on a dragon to turn its fangs into wine gums. Oh gosh, wine gums are so good. Um, but rejected that's candy, like a gummy that's flavored in like wine, basically. So good. But rejected the idea as impractical because as a rule, it was nearly impossible to cast a spell through a dragon's hide. Look at my hair. And then we see that he forgot the definition of a switching spell when doing his Britain Transfiguration OWL exam. So, yeah. Apparently, it's also in... um, 
They used this. So this might have been the spell Tina and Queenie Goldstein used to change their clothes before entering the blind pig to talk to. Is it Narlac or is it Gnarlac? Narlac. Narlac. Okay. You never know. So if so, they presumably made their work clothes switch places with a pair of nicer attire that hung in the closet back in their apartment. Um, So there may be specific spells used for switching specific objects. This is what it says for behind the scenes. Cool beans. And uh, that's where we come to, you know? Get ready to get mad next episode. Um, I was reading this chapter for the notes and I... And I was actually talking about this in Discord before we started recording, but like I can't believe where we're at in this book already. What are we gonna do next? It's all it's <sighs> gonna we switch fly. to Twilight. Switch it up. It's gonna let's, fly. Let's switch to Twilight after we finish this. Mm, are we gonna I'm is out. this podcast gonna be called Spider Monkeys? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> or what in the forks? I hate what it. What in the forks? <laughs> It's like I just Thanks. found out he's I a hate vampire. It so much. Look at it. I just found out he's a vampire and I'm shocked. All right. Mushroom ravioli, right? That's hilarious. I don't think I First like that. Question comes from Vinny. What do we think Ron's strongest subject is? Defense against dark arts. I think probably defense, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's the one that he cares about the most. And I mean, he that, does become an aura. That helps push so. him along, I think. And he likes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, History I of agree. magic. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he sleeps during all those classes. Divination. Maybe that's yeah. why he would yeah. like history of magic, because he can just sleep through it. True. And divination. Yeah. I guess, I guess defense. Um, but I think, like, I wonder, like, when he starts working with George in the shop, if they're both, both making up, like, new spells and new things, like, if he's actually pretty good at charms and he just doesn't give himself, you know what I mean? Or like, potions. Because yeah, like, for a lot of those well, things, and they, he probably yes. has to do potions, too, for the Well, shop. and I think, I think that he probably learned a lot after that because he doesn't have everything going on around him like he's, he's more not of a there. practical he's learner learn i feel better he, yeah, yeah. And, and we know learner. that um fred and george obviously were very talented at wizards being able to create this stuff while they were still in school and i think that like because mm-hmm. i think it's known that like once he starts working with george like they're really able to like kind of not franchise it but like get more than one shop and like they kind right. of blow up a yeah. little bit um i don't know why i'm yelling about it but you're passionate Ryan just fires me up. Give me another question. Next question. Let's see if we can if we can like go back into our memories and remember this. Oh gosh. What were your study essentials during exams? Do you remember? Coffee. That didn't taste like coffee. That was back when it was like <laughs> not black coffee. The oh way God, I drink what it. What did still I used now? to I caramel was a- macchiatos? That's what I used to drink. I was a lover of note cards, like in terms note of like cards. studying. I was all about yes. note cards, note and cards yeah, for coffee. sure. I'm literally the worst. Um, if I used note cards, I never finished them. I think that's very much an Aries trait. I would never finish writing out the note cards, oh. but I'd read my notes. I don't have that. I trait. would read my notes, too. Yeah. You don't reading. finish things. You you finish everything you've ever started. I've. I I not in just terms of studying. I'm just asking in all things. 
Like that's an area where it's like you start like, like you'll start a project and then you just don't finish it. Whatever the project may be, like it could be I the studying part. It could be. I don't think. Oh no. I like to get things done, so it's done. A lot of the times, I'll get distracted and start something else, but that at that like day, I'll get it done because I don't like half doing something i like i think i in college at least because i had more like access to this sort of thing i always enjoyed like a good treat yourself moment after i was finished with said exam so like katie and i could be like let's go get coffee or let's go get a treat at the cafeteria or find every excuse in life to treat myself well true (laughs) i really utilized um study groups for subjects that i had a lot of trouble with like Anything that was like, I remember I took psychology classes and English classes and, and those while very I much alone. Biology, though. I work very well in a study group. It also makes studies. me incredibly anxious to be around other people and like, yep, to, especially if I don't know them. So mm-hmm. um, because I don't handle my or didn't especially then handle my anxiety well, I wouldn't join a study group. Mm-hmm. Even so though I know it would work. Like, together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next question. This one is like a true lightning bolt question. One word answer. Got it. What did you prefer in exams? Theory or practical? Theory. Practical. (sighs) What did I prefer or what would I prefer? Well, would or did. What? I don't know if I've ever had a practical exam. I mean, I. Well, I would say a practical exam would be getting your driver's license. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Theory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Practical. Yeah, practical. I just think of like when I had to get my, um, had to get my license to do hair because the Mm. morning was practical and you didn't know if you're going to do your practical first or your test. And I hoped what I wanted to do because I know that like I, I, take tests faster like i wasn't gonna have to normally have to take the whole time to do it so i wanted my practical first to get it over with and then do theory um and luckily i got that because they like make you take one part of the test you have like a lunch break and then you take the other part and i hate hate being watched and i have to do competencies every year for work and i get crazy anxious i know what i'm doing i've been doing this job for 11 years so like it's not like i don't know what my competencies are but I hate it every year because I hate being watched. And I just give me a test. There's no um, not not this year, but in previous years, there's like teacher evaluations and there's one that's announced observation. And then you have an unannounced observation for the announced. You have to like plan a lesson, do all this paperwork. I hate it. And with the unannounced, they pop in, they watch you and then you go and like you talk about it later and stuff. And I love that because I don't have to do any paperwork for it. So I'm like, clone in. (laughs) Take old gander. We're having fun in here, but not anymore. (laughs) Yeah. At least for now. Um, Next question. Sorry. Did you answer? Yeah, I said practical. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Practical. Um, That question was from Kirsty, and I'm also going to ask another one from Kirsty. She no. asks, what exam at Hogwarts would you most look forward to and least look forward to? Most charms, least potions. 
for sure. Actually, potions for sure. Least. I think I would also like history of magic. Oh, I'd Ugh. be down with that class. But, like, it depends on how I how but see. Like, it's just I taught so way, badly. Yeah. Like, if there was a different teacher and like they taught it in an exciting way, I might love that class. But the way that it's taught, yeah. like, that would just be a nightmare for me. Yeah. That's when you thrive as a student and you take the material <laughs> and you like teach yourself, man. Megan or Tiffany, you, whoever you are, not that kind of student. <laughs> I am so that kind. I yeah. very much am like that. I love. I love to learn but on my own time. So like when, when, like I love to read once I figured out how to do it, I've loved to read. But when I have a teacher telling me I had to read a book, I don't want to read it. I think genuinely so in the four years, in the four years of high school, I think I read, I read less than five books that I was supposed to. Jeez. I passed. I, I read Mrs. Mike. That one was really good. And we had a Greek mythology book. We didn't have to read all of it, but I did because I liked them. And that's actually the only two books I remember fully reading. I don't condone that. <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. I should have read the books. Like Pride and Prejudice, I think I would have really liked, but I never read it. I watched the miniseries instead. Katie, what about you? Um, least favorite potions for sure. We all know I can't cook, so <laughs> doubt I can make a potion. You can cook. You just don't love to cook. As yeah. Gusto would say anyone can cook. It's true cook i don't like to cook so um favorite care magical creatures hmm. i think that too would be fun only if hagrid was like uh, <laughs> see what? if with scroots <laughs> if slughorn if slughorn was the teacher i think i would thrive at potions so i would probably mm. be most excited for potions you and every other well, student the thing though with that is like Snape is better at potions. He's just not a good teacher. Right. So like if yeah. it was like if it was Slughorn's personality teaching the way Snape teaches, meaning like giving them like good information and like having it up on the board and being like you should try this instead of doing like what's in the book. Yeah, that would have been like a great combination. I think I could have done okay under Snape just because like I'm pretty. I can be good. Because I'm a Slytherin? <laughs> well, I probably would have been favored, yeah. But also, like, I can be pretty good at just, like, flying solo and, like, doing my own thing. Like, flying under the radar. Kind of just, like, all right, I'm going to let him, like, <laughs> pick on so-and-so and just kind of, like, stay silent and cruise through. So, like, yeah, I think regardless of the situation, I would really like potions just because that seemed, like... I don't know. That interests me. Like I enjoyed chemistry. I just had a horrible teacher when I was in high school for chemistry, but like I loved doing chemistry um, yeah. and like biology and stuff. But like I uh, that has nothing to do with potions. But anyway, I think I would have really liked <laughs> potions. But my least favorite, I would have to go with like definitely it would have been like divination or oh, yeah. um, like had I even decided to take it. I can't say I would have even decided to take that class, honestly, but uh probably history of magic just because of like the situation there I, it's just would that class would be really difficult for me to learn in again because that's just like not the type of student that i am like i need yeah, right. it taught to me in a better way than that and i am not good with taking initiative to teach it to myself so yeah this is why i'm not great at online t like 
taking online classes like I've yeah never like been... having self-discipline for a lot of things when like you I don't could be in a classroom and like you have nothing else to do but pay attention but like when you're like at home with all of these other things like weighing on you it's very difficult so mm-hmm. um all right i'm gonna ask one more and let's do let's do two more okay one uh next one's from Vinny again who do we think did better during OWLs? Dumbledore or Voldemort? Dumbledore. Dumbledore. I think Dumbledore too. Like I think Voldemort did well, I'm sure. But maybe not as like overall as Dumbledore did, you know? Like I feel like Voldemort's would have been more focused on like certain subjects whereas Dumbledore would have been like an overall great test taker, I think. Mhm. Um okay, and then last question is from Sam. Who would who would get the most OWLs out of the four of us? Tiffany. I think Tiffany too. <laughs> I say that because like flattered. <laughs> I just know that like like she was saying, like she's the one that's gonna be like, I gotta study, I'm gonna get good grades. Yeah. And like I'm the one that's like, I know I'm smart, but I just you know, C's get degrees. I think or Katie could. Your brother would say that as well. Katie that was a really good Katie's test taker. Smart. Thanks. Yeah. I'll vote Tiff. We're smart. <laughs> I also vote myself. I'm a good <laughs> test taker. It probably goes realistically. Taker. It probably goes Tiffany, Katie, Megan, me. Do you think? Yeah, but like I would say Megan and I are pretty like similar, and like our <laughs> this is why we were friends in high school. <laughs> you know. Yeah. We're not not smart. We just don't. I don't know. I can't speak for her. I know that like I, I never well. was fussed. Yeah, I never fussed care too much about, about tests and stuff. I yeah. don't fuss about tests, but I usually test well. So like, yeah. I don't know. I, the only times I didn't do great were like I had. Um, I was for whatever reason. I don't know how this happened, but I got an AP U.S. History in, in my senior year, um, and I didn't do my homework, so I didn't do well in the class. Mm. But that's because it was writing papers. Writing papers makes me... I hate it. I will say this, though. I I did graduate with honors from college. And I worked my butt off. So... That's what I'm it, saying. Nothing like, comes... You do that. I yeah, don't. Yeah. Nothing comes easy to me. So, like... Smart is such a relative term. I think, like, different ways it's like a Hermione. Intelligent. Where, like, she she works yeah like she's i think she's intelligent and she loves to learn Mm -hmm. and like that's like you where you're smart and it might be it might come easier for me to like read and understand something but like you're gonna work harder so you're gonna see more effort or like more you're gonna see more like a reward or dividend from that yeah but i also think that like your standards might be higher than mine which there's nothing wrong with it (sighs) i agree no i do i, I have agree. no standards i do but i mean i do sometimes sometimes i set standards too high for for certain people to achieve them so there's back and forth on all of that <laughs> but i'm smart let's go on <laughs> tell me a um, fan story did anybody That's get it bingo? right did i miss a bingo? oh yeah were there any bingos b-i-n-g-o I don't think that we Anybody? have any Bueller um, Bueller. So that means that 
Uh, hold on. Oh, yep. Slytherin wins the house oh, game. Puffs are so close. Yes, and that means man. that we are officially in double digits for house cup count 10. What? We tied. Ooh, snakes. You and I tied. I know. I was talking oh, to you. Oh, I think you said who tied. <laughs> I said <laughs> no. Huffle. Oh, wait. Who was in second? It was Yikes close. It was like only 10 Look point at different. Hufflepuff. Ray, Hufflepuff. Or Hufflepuff was in second. Please. Is second. Yeah. Gryffindor and Ravenclaw tied for third. There's second. Oh, nothing. <laughs> All right. Give me the fan story, Kate. All right. This week's fan story comes from Tracy Lowry. I say that right? I think so. Yep. I think so. Hello, all. My name is Tracy Lowry, and I am a huge Harry Potter fan. I differ oh, me from too. <laughs> I differ from most <laughs> fans in that I am a little older than the typical fan base. I remember the first time I saw the book for sale. It was just before my sophomore year, second year of high school, for those overseas, at a hole-in-the-wall newspaper stand, and it was still called Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Fast forward to the middle of my sophomore year, and in my English class, English class, each student had to pick a book from a book list to read and do an extensive report on. I remember seeing books like Clockwork Orange on there that came with its own vocabulary sheet to understand it. However, I also saw Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone on the list. Though the name was different, I remembered seeing it at the stand and immediately told my best friend at the time that there was a children's book on the list, Score. We obviously <laughs> went with this. <laughs> uh, we went with this much easier book than the others on the list. Like most others, we could just not get into the book. Getting close to the deadline for the project, I buckled down and read the whole book. I was amazed. I told my friend about it and told her she just needed to get past the first couple of chapters. As soon as she did, she was as hooked as I was. I can't help but look back to my English teacher at the time and think of how ahead of her time she was. I am forever grateful that she opened my eyes to the series. There was no second book available at the time, so I've spent a lot of my adulthood waiting for the books and movies to come out. At 35 years old, many people are surprised by my passion for the wizarding world. I'm a very level-headed, rational, and fairly quiet person, but as soon as Harry Potter comes up, the floodgates open. During my time in the Navy, it was my own little mental getaway, and even now it remains a source of comfort and strength. I could talk Harry Potter all day and never tire of it. I am completely astounded that one person was able to create something so amazing, so welcoming, so meaningful to so many people. I wish that she could see the magic of her work through someone else's eyes just to see what it means to those that read that read and love it. I began listening to your podcast when it was still relatively new and went back to catch up on the episodes I'd missed. I love the idea of doing the reread. To be completely honest, I have only ever read the books in their entirety once. A reread is a fantastic idea. I'm sure I've been clouded with movieisms. Thank you all for this podcast, for the hard work you put into it, and for adding insight while reading the books yourselves. It was refreshing to hear discussions of the same thoughts I have, like how did Mrs. Norris get on the torch bracket? I actually wondered the same thing before you discussed it. I appreciate what the four of you do. Thank you. Oh, and I am hands down a Ravenclaw, both self-proclaimed and sorted. My wand is firwood with a phoenix feather core, 14 and a half inches. My Patronus is a weasel and my Ilvermorny house is Thunderbird. Side note, I currently live just next door in Indiana. Thank you for all hey, that you do. Hey, neighbor. Tracy. Thank, Thank you, Tracy. You. I love Thank that. I love you. P Potter just spans so much, like from five-year-olds that we have listening and up. And I, I absolutely love that. And we feel your pain when we say that you waited 
for books to come out. It was a long wait between some of those, so we feel you. But those were good times. Speculating also, times. 35 ain't old. Okay. <laughs> Not at all. Also, like, yeah, like you said, kudos to that teacher for not excluding a children's book because I love children's book. I love young adult books. Like, I gravitate towards that more than any other genre. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Same. I've always yeah. just, like, I've always... um I gravitated. That's the word you just used, right? Yeah, yeah. I've always gravitated towards them as well. And yeah, same here. I am, I can be very quiet, but as soon as Harry Potter comes up, watch out. <laughs> I'll never stop watch talking. Watch out. <laughs> All right. Tell me a joke. I'm trying to find one. All right. We'll, we'll go with this one. Do you know what? Ron's Patronus is. It would be Terrier mm. if you didn't. <laughs> <sighs> I thought you were going to ask me, do I know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. The. Who lives on Drury Rain? Lane? Well, Drury Rain? <laughs> the Muffin Man! The Muffin Man! The Muffin Man! <laughs> <laughs> fun stuff make sure that you follow your hosts on social media myself and katie are on twitter and instagram at the peaches family tiffany is on twitter and instagram at tiff swish underscore flick and sarah is on instagram at oh ha 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 mally and that is with three h's can you change it to oh ha 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 mally (laughs) probably can I don't know if someone else has that. That, that would be a very long Instagram. <laughs> it's not like you type the whole thing in, though. Like, once you type it, I feel like you just, you know what I mean? Pops up yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah, that's the one I want. Sure. Yep. Sure. Tiffany, what's changed in your life since yesterday when we last recorded? <laughs> a I lot had of, so much change. A lot of Bridgerton. Let me tell so you. So good. So much Bridgerton. So I watched. Um, on my lunch break and after work and it's been so good so i'm almost done with episode five of that i did read a little bit last night of eye of the world and then i kept like falling asleep so i went back two pages and i shut it (laughs) like i'm done because i'm not gonna remember what i read but i really want to finish that like super soon so i want to try and read tonight some and then just keep working out on this new program that I'm doing. It is like all over the place and nothing's the same and it keeps you guessing and it goes by fast. And I have never burned so many calories in such a short amount of time. So it's been awesome, but I'm going to be really sore tomorrow. I'm ready for it, though. And that's kind of it. Um. <laughs> Did you guys know that Shrek's Scottish? I had no idea. Um, I have recently gotten back into Mario Kart. Flying. It's been been really good. Yesterday, we 
played Mario Kart after we recorded and turned the volume all the way down and listened to more of Obama's book. And I'm really enjoying it, but I had this conversation with Sarah before we started recording. I am enjoying it, but I'm also ready for it to be over just because it is not fiction and that scares me. So <laughs> I'm ready for some just like, you know, Brit Chicklet, my favorite genre. I want some romance. Great <laughs> I want to not worry about the world affairs that I already see happening I'm worried daily. about. Yeah. Um, but it, it's really it's a really great book and it gives you a lot of insight into like I really liked how he described. He said basically with this book, I just wanted to give the American people an a real idea of what it's like to be president. And I think that he's done a really yeah. good job um, of showing that. And I like it. So Fozzie agrees. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I highly recommend it. It's really good to like see from or like from somebody who's so willing to open up to that part of their life and like really mm -hmm. explain to you how you know how things happened that like we heard about on the news but like actually from his perspective and how he was making decisions and how other people were blocking his decisions and so on and so forth like it's just um it's very good i recommend it yeah i it was a good book um, so I live with Meg and I'm married to her. So I'm doing a lot of the same things she's doing. I also was whoa, playing Mario whoa, Kart whoa, whoa. and listening to Obama's News book. News to me. When right? did you leave me, Katie? Sarah, shh. What? <laughs> um, I did have something else I was going to say. And, oh, I didn't say this yesterday, even though this happened before, between yesterday and today. I cut Meg's hair, which was really scary. She really did. scary. I've never cut anybody's hair, and I use clippers <laughs> on her. And and I cut her yeah. hair. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Good for the you, you too. Can, you discover you can do in quarantine life. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, it's so funny, because, like, I went and I got my hair cut, um, because there was, like, there was a cut that I had wanted for a really long time, but I was kind of just, like, being a baby about just, like, getting it shaved. I was like, no, yeah, I just want it to, like, look slightly grown out. Like, do, like, an inch. That's good. So that you don't have to use I was wondering why it was me. so long. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, she was scared. But then, but then like, realistically, as I started, like, getting used to the haircut and stuff, I was like, no, this is more annoying than anything. So, like, Katie, can you please just shave it? And it feels so much better now. And it's, like, exactly what I wanted. So... At first, I was afraid. I was petrified. <laughs> I was petrified. Sarah, what have you? You've built something. Yeah. I did. Bob the Builder. Um, so I, I, don't, I didn't talk about this yesterday, and I meant to. I watched Bridgerton on Christmas Day of the day it came out. I watched the whole season, and I've now become obsessed with listening to instrumental music. That's like, so in the show, they have, um, like, one of the, I think the very first episode is Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. They play that like instrumentally. So I made a playlist on Spotify and I'm literally I listened to it on the way home yesterday. I'm obsessed of um, just instrumental songs. Um, and also that show is really good. Um, and then I was reading. Yeah. In the last episode, I was talking about the invisible life of Eddie LaRue. So I finished it last night 
And I, it was, I really liked, I loved the book. I didn't a hundred percent love the ending, but I also did love the ending. Um, and I won't lie, cried really hard reading it. So the next book I have on my list is, um, I started reading Mexican Gothic. Um, let me make sure that's what it's called. Yeah. So I literally am only a few pages in, so I don't know anything about it yet. So I, I'm reading that. Um, and then I built like a little, um, what did I build? A little like side table. It's like a C. I think it's called a C table. So, cause it kind of looks like a C if C's had hard edges, basically like an E without the middle, you know, the middle little line. <laughs> cause I wanted like a bedside table, but I didn't want one that I could put like a lot of stuff on. I literally just wanted it so I can like sit in my bed and put coffee on it. Basically. Um, and that's pretty much it. I'm building a bed this weekend, and that's that. That's my life. I'm building things. First thing of 2021. Bought it off nice. Etsy. Yeah. Awesome. What's this for? For tests and tarantulas. Oh, that's good. Oh, for good. tests and tarantulas, Megan's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just my voice! Let's talk about Harry Potter. A laser? It's a light bulb that blinks! <laughs> that gif of someone jumping into bed and instantly being ready for bed is my ultimate dream. I think I want that to be my superpower, and also being able to eat constantly with no consequences <laughs> what what are you talking about that spider gif are you serious that's in a screen megan it's not gonna get you she i am gonna get chills she literally acted like like that was in her home it is not there that spider gift scared me can i remind Tiffany, can I remind you when we were on FaceTime yes. and yes, something hair, brushed against hair. somebody <laughs> and I don't was it me or you? I don't know. I swear we almost broke the laptop. Like things went flying. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.